Hello, ladies, and welcome to week four of our journey looking at what it means to be image bearers of God and how that story looks in the Bible. And so today we get to talk about something wonderful. We get to talk about Jesus, the one who redeems all things and restores that image of God for humanity, for us, for you, sister. No matter what you're going through, this post is for you. Your image has been restored, and woman of God, you have been redeemed. So today, this time that you spend listening is a time simply for you to reflect, to be reminded of the beauty and truth of the gospel, the good news that Jesus is light breaking through your darkness and that we no longer need to hide in shame from our Savior. We've spent three weeks now together talking about what it means that God created us in his image and likeness. And if you haven't yet listened to those posts or read them, you can find them on our blog and we'll have links down below. We've been on quite a journey understanding what it means to be women who bear God's image. And last week, that journey paused with our story ending on discovering how that image in us was tarnished at the fall. But we know, as women of God, that that story doesn't end in Genesis. And so the story continues today as we begin to look at the image of God that was restored in us through the person and work of Jesus. We're going to discover together how Jesus is the fullness of the glory of God that we as humanity failed to be. And then, through being the fullness of God's glory, seeing how Jesus restores that image of God in us for all time. If you've been following along in our Image of God series, you'll remember that in week one, we looked at Psalm 8, and in verse 5, we discovered our significance as image bearers. This verse told us that humanity was crowned at their making with glory and honor. But as we continued on, we found that our image was eventually tarnished. Through Eve's temptation, she forgets to look up at God, the one who gave her that glory and honor, and she only saw herself. And because Eve forgets and gives into temptation, humanity's honor and glory as image bearers was tarnished. And then Adam and Eve hide in shame. After Eve gives in to temptation and both Adam and Eve eat of the fruit, they no longer are able to see the beauty of their ability to image God, but are instead consumed by the weight of their guilt. Even though God calls to them from the shadows of their hiding place, the damage has still been done. Our image-bearing purpose in the garden was to keep our gaze upward on God, and that was broken. And our ability to look perfectly outward at God's good creation that he's given to us was lost. 
Sin entered the world and that capacity to fulfill our purpose as image bearers was veiled by our fallen nature. Maybe this resonates with you, the story in Genesis 3 of Adam and Eve. Maybe you feel this way today, sister. Maybe you feel consumed by the shame of something that's happened to you in your past that you had no control over. Or maybe you feel the guilt of giving into temptation yet again. Perhaps the weight of life has made you feel like you can't draw yourself out from the shadows, from the darkness. So I want you to hear this now, hear this today, that God is calling to you just as he called to Adam and Eve. He is calling you out from the shadows just as you are where you are to meet him. He is calling you to hope. And so, even though our story in Genesis was left with a tarnished image, the glory and honor of the image bearers left in shards, and them hiding from their creator, it is not the end. It's not the end of God's story for humanity, and it's not the end of God's story in your life either. The story continues on, even when you feel all hope is lost and your circumstances are beyond repair. Today, the story continues with the hope, the redemption, and the restoration of all image bearers, including you and me. Today is about Jesus. John chapter 1 verse 14 introduces the person of Jesus in this way. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And there, in the first chapter of John, in our introduction to who Jesus is, is that familiar language of God's glory. We've heard this before when God's glory was reflected in humanity's image, in your image as a woman of God. Now, though, the glory of God is dwelling in the person of Jesus, and God's glory in Jesus is much, much different than the glory that humanity marred in the garden so long ago. Scripture tells us in Colossians chapter 1, verse 19, Speaking of Jesus, for in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. In Jesus is the fullness of God. Think about this. All of who God is, the breadth of God's character, the depth of God's works, all of it dwells in Jesus. And so when we see Jesus, we study his works, we read of his life, we discover the relationships he had. We see the fullness of who God is. We see God's glory on display, perfect and untarnished, just as it said, as of the only Son from the Father. The fullness of God's glory exists in Jesus. And why does this matter for us today? Because, sister in Christ, now we can see truly unveiled 
what it means to be an image bearer of God. We can look in the face of our Redeemer and see our image restored. God's glory revealed in Jesus has amazing significance for how we see ourselves as image bearers today. We once perfectly reflected God's image, crowned with glory and honor. And that image of God in us was not lost, but it was tarnished at the fall. And our purpose as image bearers to look upward to God and outward at his good creation was hindered because of the consequences of sin. But now, now we see Jesus. Jesus fulfills humanity's purpose. He has perfect upward relationship with God and a perfect outward relationship with God's good creation. In Jesus, we see not only the perfect harmony of our purpose as image bearers, but we also get to see that combined with the fullness of the glory of God. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, Scripture talks of the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And so this is what Jesus' glory means for us. It is the light of the gospel, the good news of God. There is light because Jesus is the full glory of God, while perfectly fulfilling our purpose as God's image bearers. Because of Jesus, we have hope. We see our Savior and know that when we follow him, our purpose is redeemed. Redemption is here, and the image of God will be restored. Jesus is holy God, holy man, here to bring about light in the darkness, to call the image bearers back to their purpose. Do you believe that today, dear woman of God? Do you believe that Jesus not only redeems all things, all creation, but that he specifically has redeemed you, that he is working to restore that image of God in you. Remember back in Genesis 3, right after Eve ate of the fruit and both her and Adam's eyes were opened? It was a powerful moment when Eve focused her eyes only on herself and because of that, her eyes only saw her nakedness, and her shame. Eve desired the knowledge of God, the wisdom of God, but what the first woman to bear God's image found instead was a tarnished knowledge of herself. It's amazing, isn't it, how temptation can skew the world we see and how sin buries goodness and beauty. When Adam and Eve experienced this, they hid. God walked in the Garden of Eden to find his image bearers. He calls out to them, and then they reply that they are hiding because of their shame. But here is the beauty of God's redemptive work in history. Today, because of Jesus, we no longer have to hide in shame when God calls out to us. You do not have to live in shame with the secrets that only you hold. God holds them with you, and still he calls you forward. 
Guilt is not a friend of yours any longer because God takes your hand and leads you far away from that place. As 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6 puts it, For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has now shone into our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful moment in the story of God. At the beginning of the story in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, God declared over the darkness of the void earth, let there be light, and there was light. And then creation is crowned with humanity being God's image bearers. But as we fell into temptation and marred our image, we tried to hide from God. Darkness. And now the story of God arcs with the most significant, important event in all of history, Jesus, God dwelling among us. And through Jesus' life, we see the perfect glory and restored image of God that was lost back in Genesis. Just as God declared light to break through the darkness in the beginning of all time, now again, God breaks through the darkness in the person and work of Jesus. He is light shining through. And so this is where we end today, my sisters, with Jesus pouring light into our lives. The coming of Jesus, the Son of God, down to earth, taking on human flesh and bone, means that the image of God has been restored. We were tarnished at the fall. The image of God in humanity was veiled. God's glory could not fully be revealed until Jesus. Now, now we know the glory of God again because it is present in the face of our loving Savior. And so hear this today, woman of God. Jesus redeems you. Jesus redeems all things. The light of the good news of Jesus living, dying, and resurrecting means that you no longer have to hide. That darkness which has hidden your image-bearing purpose away is now pierced by the light of Christ. You are free to look upward at God unashamed when he calls your name. You are free to look outward at the goodness of all God has given you and give him the glory. God is calling to you, sister. Jesus' face is before you. Will you respond to him? Will you love him and love others, living out your purpose as a redeemed image bearer, a redeemed woman of God? I promise if you follow God's call, you will find the fullness of life as God always meant for you to have. And the darkness will no longer be the place that you have to hide. Shame and disgrace will no longer define you, but light and truth, redemption and freedom. Jesus has redeemed you, redeemed each one of us, all of humanity, 
so that we can love God and love others. And next week, we'll look at what it means to live that truth out. But for today, I just want you to rest in it. Take the truth of the gospel to heart. Meditate on the scriptures in this week's post. Remind yourself that you are not hidden from God and that darkness is not where your identity lies. Jesus has shown light into your life. God brings light into the darkness today and every day, just as he did back in Genesis 1. You, my sister in Christ, are a new creation. And so, until next week, hold on to these words from Romans chapter 8, verses 28 through 29. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers.